All right, Michael, back to you with uh, the outlook on sheep and wool. It looks like a pretty steady state story, does it? It absolutely does, Mark. It is pretty similar to the cattle story as well, that prices are remaining consistently high. There's probably one little difference between what's happened recently with sheep from cattle and what might happen going forward. That is with the fact that there was that gap uh, and perhaps that nervousness before the rain came over the last few weeks. While cattle prices stayed pretty consistent, we did see that slight drop in sheep prices as perhaps a, a few farmers, particularly in the southern regions, thought if the rain doesn't come, the feed won't be there and they offloaded a reasonable number uh, of their flock. But when the rain came and the green appeared again, well, the supply was tight again and prices went up. So, so it is a story of rain. It is a story of tight supply. It's a story of good prices. Looking forward, and once again, as people look towards the winter months and, and perhaps to spring already, uh, they're looking to lambing. And the rain has meant potentially, touch wood, a, a good story and a good outlook for lambing. Uh, that ample feed is going to mean, first of all, lower input costs. If people don't have to be buying grain to feed or buying hay as well, it's going to mean healthier ewes, it's going to mean stronger lambs, and it could mean very good percentages. So there are some numbers being crunched at the moment on what a very good lambing could mean for supply numbers towards the end of the year and what impact this may have on prices, but how it could be good for the export numbers as well. Um, t turning to wool, Michael, uh, is there any movement in the, in the retail chains, um, in consumer demand, in the apparel markets that would suggest there's room for upside or emerging light yet, or is that still a of watch this space? It is in a way watch this space, but it's watch this space with some optimism. And that uh, ties back into what Adelaide was saying about a number of parts of the economic outlook. Uh, a big part of the wool demand comes from the other side of the world from us. We know that it comes from European consumers, it comes from Chinese consumers, and it comes from Chinese mills as well. And if they are looking towards recovering economies, and do we call it now post-vaccine economies as well, then that means that wool needs to go out of the Australian supply chain into those mills to get ready to be those clothes to be bought after that. So, so there is that confidence there. Perhaps the other big thing impacting the wool market at the moment uh, is the meat sheep. And you could make a connection between the fact that a lot of sheep producers with their mix of wool sheep and, and uh, meat sheep have been doing so well from selling at the moment that they haven't had to put all their wool clip out onto the market. A lot of it will be sitting in wool sheds uh, or in warehouses. It is being uh, kept off the market at the, moment, at the moment because that cash flow requirement isn't there, but it will come back onto the market uh, mid to later this year as well uh, when perhaps producers feel the market's going to be at a better point or when they just decide to offload it to clear up some space in their wool sheds. So we'll see what impact that has on wool prices later in the year if the supply on the market goes above where it is now. Yep, and the season, again, it's it's important. We've still got a long way to go for rebuild and whether that would influence some um, price through bringing more supply to the market at any point. But a pretty important thing will be, can we consolidate last year's return to season into another one, particularly through central and uh, western New South Wales? And, um, you know, that'll be a real key to get some more numbers into the system, maintain profitability through lower costs and... Um, to work towards in increasing our total flock size.
Absolutely. There is that uh, optimism looking at uh, all the forecasts that are out there at the moment for what the season's likely to look like towards the end of this year, into next year, and and a lot of people have their own thoughts on long-range seasonal forecasts as well. But a lot of those predictions are that the, the end of the downturn in flock numbers has been hit and there's likely to be that gradual increase going forward with those fundamentals. And, and once again, the export numbers for sheep meat, uh, whether it be lamb or whether it be mutton, play a big role in that. So, so things are looking reasonably good going forward. Thank you, Michael.